Hey everybody, hello again and welcome to another edition of 15 Good Minutes. As always, it's your guy Coach B and I'm here with the A-Team. Freddie, how are we doing today, man? We're good. And yourself? Doing good, man. Doing good. JR, what's up, buddy? Ain't nothing, man. I'm just having a, a relaxation day tomorrow where I take care of a couple of things, taking off. You know, I don't consider your days off relaxing. You be out a lot for somebody who, I mean, just be out a lot. But his relaxation day, listen to me when I tell you, he might be relaxed because he ain't on the job. Um, we're going to jump right in because this is the uh, 2023 NFL divisional uh, playoff round. I want to start off, though, and just, you know, with the audience and level set what we did last week. I came up 500. I don't know what these guys are, so I'm going to ask each one individually. So we had, we had six games last week. I got three right. Freddie, how many did you get right? You called the Giants. You said the Vikings was a fraud. That one I know you won. Uh, I think we all lost Tampa. I think you won the Bengals, the Bills, and I don't remember. I think you picked Seattle over – I'm sorry, 49ers over Seattle, right? Yeah. I, I think the two biggest ones were – or L.A. and Jacksonville. JR, how'd you do? How'd you do it in the six games? You know, where you fell between those six? I think I might have gotten three. You got I at least three. You might have got yeah. more. I don't know if anybody. No, I, I got the charges wrong. We we all did. I didn't. Yeah, because you didn't pick them. <laughs> but did you, you, here's the thing I don't remember with you. I think you might have got the Giants right because you said you're not from New York, but New York could go ahead and win. Yeah. So like Freddie, y'all both got that one right, whereas I think I picked Minnesota. Um, did you go with Baltimore against Cincinnati, JR? I don't remember. <clears throat> I don't, you didn't? So that means you got Cincinnati. And I don't know if you picked Miami. because No, no, you didn't because you said yeah. even with two, they was going to lose. Yeah. But, um, but you know what? I might have gotten the Giants wrong. I'll go back and take a look. I thought you because picked them. Um, I thought I said the I Giants. I know Freddie picked them, but I didn't pick them. Who, who, the Giants played who again? The Vikings. The Vikings. I think I said Cousins would find a way to win. Okay. So so if that's the case, I mean, with me, that's basically saying our worst prediction, y'all, is 500. And that would be me. So we're going to get some predictions for this particular round here in a minute. Y'all need to pay attention uh, to Freddie because he came out the highest. And now you got. You got four games. I'm going to start off asking y'all a question, though, because I've been watching a lot of coverage for what's coming up with the divisional round. And a lot of former NFL players that are um, on the networks are saying that for them as a fan, this is the best weekend in football. Agree, disagree. I'm going to harken back to something you said last week. I agree because it's sort of like that final fourth. Do you consider it as, as a football fan? Is it is it um, you consider it the best of the year, I, I think me personally, I think the wild card is is better because with the wild card, you know, there may be a twist or a turn or whatever. You really don't know who's going to be what, you know, because you have overall more games, more overall competition, as opposed to when you get to the divisional round, right? You know, in theory, if guys win a division, are you really going to be shocked with it? I'm going to jump right in. So, JR, we got two games Saturday and two games on Sunday. I'm going to start off with uh, Jaguars at the Chiefs. Um, what are your thoughts on both of those teams? Okay. Uh, I think that the the Jaguars finished excellent, had their season finished excellently. Uh, I still think they're playing with a little bit of borrowed money. 
I don't think they can I don't think they can beat the Chiefs. What would they have to do, in your opinion, to beat the Chiefs? Get to Patrick Mahomes. Fair enough. Freddie, you got uh, Jaguars going to KC. What do you see there? In Kansas City. Um, I, I, I don't believe Jacksonville. I mean, I think Jacksonville beating the Chargers last week. It was just the perfect storm. Incompetence all the way around with the Chargers. Um, you know, from play calling, you know, the, the defensive stuff. The only hope that Jacksonville has is Kansas City actually just don't take the game. To me, that's the only hope that they have. I'm with, I'm with you. Um, that's not a lot to I think to JR's point, okay, Jacks might be playing with house money. I thought they did what they had to do when, when San Diego handed them the game. Handed. You, Jacksonville, you threw four picks in the first half. You down three touch, and you win that game. It was handed to them. And I'm going to take it, too, if you hand it to me. Kansas City ain't going to hand nothing to them. I think for Jacksonville to win, JR, Kansas City has to basically implode, and, mm -hmm. and I don't see that happening. Yep. Freddie's second game on Saturday, I think, is that NFC East matchup? Yes, it is. It looks like Giants at the Eagles. Tell me what you see and give me a winner. Last week with the Giants, they played a perfect game offensively. Um, defensively, they were just who they were defensively, playing against who Minnesota has been, right? Um, I see Philly taking away the legs of, of Danny Dimes. I see him, you know, um, Darius Slade and, and Bradbury taking away whoever the Giants receivers are. And I, and I see Philly winning. Um, I say 34-17. JR, yeah. New York football Giants are going to, the, to a team that they play all the time. Um, what do you see there? And give me a winner. I'm going to go out on a limb here. I'm going to say the Giants are going to win this game. I'm going to tell you why. The first time they lost, 48-22. to The second time they lost, 22-16. to Right? So that just tells me the Giants have gotten better throughout the season. Second and third of all, uh, second of all, y'all all both of y'all know that it's hard to beat a team three times in a row. Fair enough. Um, I'm gonna do a mix between that. One, I'm going with Freddie on the winner, Philadelphia wins. But I will say I do agree that the uh, New York football giants played damn near a perfect game last week. I believe that Jones is gonna get paid <laughs> just off of what I saw in that game, whatever that next contract is. That's another um, segment. That's another it is, segment. It is another segment. We could do a whole thing on that. I, I just think that um all year long I've been impressed. I've been impressed with 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 Philadelphia in more ways than one. Uh I, I will pretty much say what I said about the other game on Saturday. I think Philly has to implode for the Giants to win. I I won't be surprised, JR, if, if the Giants do win. They are capable, and yes, they mm -hmm. play each other well. It it can very much end up, and this is what I want y'all to watch for. Like the last regular season game that Dallas played, on, on paper, Dallas was supposed to walk over the Commanders. They didn't just lose; they lost handily. If Philadelphia doesn't come, you know, prepared and sharp, that can happen there too. So I'm excited to see that game. Gr, the first game on Sunday um, is is Cincinnati at Buffalo. What do you see? And uh, give me a winner. The Bengals are playing on a high note, and they're really playing good, and and all those words, right? But the Bills are playing in Buffalo, 
And I know they're both used to cold, but I don't know if they're used to Buffalo cold, if the Bengals are used to Buffalo cold. But I still think the Bills are going to pull it out. Freddie, Buffalo's hosting Cincinnati. We all know, you know, what happened the last time that they played. Um, what do you see in this game? And give me a winner. I'm going with Cincinnati. I, I think Cincinnati, they have, they have a, how you say it, an axe to grind with the NFL regarding that, that game not being played. But this game could have easily been played in Cincinnati, right? And, you know, Cincinnati was not fond of the decision that the NFL made, right? Quarterback play, I think both teams are about even. Running back play, I, I, I will give the slight edge to Cincinnati. Um, wide receiver play overall, I'll give that to Cincinnati. And I'm, I'm going Cincinnati 28-24. Uh, um, Close game. Buffalo. And I, I just don't like with Buffalo. The thing I don't like with Buffalo is they rely on Josh Allen to do too much all the time. Freddie goes with Cincinnati by four. I'm going to split the difference. Um, I'm going to go with JR on the winner with Buffalo. And but I am concerned like Freddie. I think that Josh Allen has been playing poorly. I think he's making a lot of turnovers. And I don't just mean recently. I kind of think it's all season. I think the game is going to be won, though, on the line. And I don't think that the battered O-line of Cincy is better than last year's. I think they're worse. I think that it's going to be won on that line. I think that the Buffalo D is going to be getting to Burrow a lot. I look for a couple of three turnovers. I'm going to give the nod um, to Buffalo. Last game on Sunday, Cowboys. Yes, fans, I was wrong. I picked them to get trounced, and they did not. The Cowboys are going to go to uh, play against San Francisco 49ers. Freddie, what do you see in that game? And give me a winner. When you look at Dallas, I'm just going to look at Dallas. Dallas, they don't have any particular group, whether it be the offensive line, defensive line, running backs, linebackers, wide receivers, corners, quarterback, where they are actually elite, right? I look at San Francisco. San Francisco's offensive line is elite. Their running back is elite. Their wide receivers and tight ends, Debo Samuel and Kittles, are elite. You know, um, not the young man Purdy. He has been played, been playing phenomenal. Then when you flip it over to the defensive side, their secondary is above average, but their front seven is ferocious. I'm going with San Francisco 31-21. You agree with Freddie? You think well, that San Francisco is going to step all over the Cowboys? I, I do. I believe so. And I'm going to tell you why. The Cowboys played very well last week, especially Dak. But that's not a norm. <laughs> that, is, that is definitely not a norm. You know, we talked about this early in the year, man. Um, uh, and nothing, no, no shade against Tampa for real, but I don't think a sub-500 team should be in the playoffs. Yeah. And I think Dallas – was the better team that day. I don't think San Francisco is anything like Tampa. I think that San Francisco is going to win the game. What would you, would you say, and, Freddie? 10 points? Real quick. I said real quick. 31-21. If Freddie's saying 31-21, you know, Sunday, I, I think it's at least a 14-point win, right? Um, that's that's what I'm expecting um, in, in San Francisco. So um, there you have it. Those are our divisional picks for the week. Uh, we'll see what our audience thinks on that. If you watch Scott Van Pelt, he does this thing every now and again called One Big Thing. And for those of y'all old enough, years ago, 
there was a TV host named Arsenio Hall who used to do a thing to go things that make you go hmm. hmm. So we're going to introduce a, a segment on this show that's basically called I Got Something to Say. And I'm going to open it up and I'm going to say what I got to say. It's a pretty quick hitter. And then I'm just going to ask my guys, yes or no, are you with me? All right. So first and foremost, congratulations to my guy, Mike Bray, who announced that he's retiring today, 23 or 24 years, head coach of Notre Dame basketball. Uh, just a true ambassador for the sport. Really good guy. I was fortunate enough to to meet him several years ago. Um, and I'm seeing a shift. Freddie and I talked about this last year, where a lot of what we call the old guard, they're, they're leaving for various reasons. A lot of things has changed. The thing that I got to say involves where sports are going with regards to, to, to youth, right? Um, I went to see my old team this week, um, Oxen Hill, and I'm watching the game. And at one point, my old boss, Coach Howard, called a timeout. The game is neck and neck. It's neck and neck. It's less than two minutes is a one-point game. He runs a particular play. The kid scores live. He calls a timeout. Mind you, Bird, Coach of Douglas, has no timeouts left. So I'm thinking, why would you do that? I asked Coach after the game why you called a timeout. And he called the timeout to reiterate to the kid that scored the layup, you did a good job. Because that's where we are right now. We used to call timeouts when you messed up. He has to call a timeout to Make sure he's encouraging somebody, which 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 makes no sense to me, which could have lost him the game, you know, because that's where this particular era is. Right. Uh, there is a there is a video on Twitter. I'm going to link it in here if you're watching this by Doc Rivers, son. Um, 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 what's his name? What's his name? Freddie? That was great. Uh, Austin Rivers. Austin. Correct. I want everybody to watch that. He talks about this culture. At the high school level and younger, where parents are hiring people to come to games to film their child to make uh, highlight reels. So the kid's not playing to what the coach is putting in. The kid is playing for a highlight reel because they're paying people to film them. To, to, to Austin Rivers' point is that is the culture. And then these kids who are talented, Jr. end up in the NBA but don't know how to play basketball. You know what I mean? Because it, they come from that that you know era that we call the participation era, right? And things like that. I believe that this, combined with all the nil stuff, is forcing guys like Coach Bray out. I don't know the young man's name, but there's a story in the news this week about some fellow who's basically recommitting because he's not going to get the $13 million in, uh, uh, in football nil that he was going to get. What I got to say is that what 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 the hell is happening in sports that everything is shifting to the me, me, me and, and, and not the team thing. And I know I've, I've said this a million times on the show before. I am now officially that old guy on the porch saying, kid, get off my lawn. But I, I appreciate the beauty of all these games, of football, of basketball, of the, the tireless work that people like Mike Bray have done for their entire careers. Now to have people coming in and filming. There's another one on, on Twitter, Freddie, where it shows third graders playing a game. And I the kids make a bucket and they're doing it. You too small and, and putting it on their head and no one stopped. I would snatch their young asses up if I were coaching. That's why I can't coach anymore because I'm from a culture where you had to earn that. They out there show, but all he did was make a layup. Third grade, Freddie. What do you think he's going to be like when he gets to high school and think, I mean, got headbands, JR, tied around, all, all geared out, made a layup and, 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 you know, so what That's I funny. got to say is like I'm 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 concerned about the state of youth sports. That's what I got to say. I wanted to bring it to my audience. Quick thought on it, Freddie. You with me? You're not with me. What's up? I'm not with you. 
and, and, and I'm not with you because right now a lot of you know the old school coaches you know win and yada yada championship yada playing the game the right way yada I get all that 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 is the right approach. However, I look at it from a standpoint that there is so much money being poured in to athletics in regards to high school level, the college level, to get to the third grade level, level to where it, 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 it's just, it, I think it's just a new way of a- adaptation to playing the game. Less than 1% of these children are going to play anything professionally. Hello. And Hello. I think that attitude, when they come to sit across the desk to interview for a job with me because they're not going to be playing sports, the reason they're not going to get hired is because of that attitude. But I thank you for your opinion, Freddie. Only got a couple minutes left. I want to pivot to JR. JR, what are your thoughts on it? You with me or you're not with me? I tend to agree, be with you, and, and more so for the, the point of, I guess, and you sort of mentioned it a little bit. Once you start letting these kids do what they want on the court and play how they want to play, to me, they, they, they have a great possibility to become uncoachable. Everything is supposed to go their way because they've been allowed to do what they want to do. I appreciate that input from both you guys. I had something to say. This is exactly the kind of reaction I wanted from this segment. Uh, you guys that are following, if you got something to say about what I had something to say, hit us up in the comments. Uh, look forward to I got something to say from these two fine gentlemen as well uh, in episodes to come. Um, that's all we got time for this week. We hope everybody enjoys the uh, divisional round of the NFL playoffs. You got some really good games that are coming up um, both on Saturday and Sunday. JR, anything for our folks before we before we tap out? Nope, just peace and have a good weekend. Enjoy the games. Freddie, how about you, man? Full San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> we see you guys next week. <laughs> <laughs>